Okay. All right. We're ready? Yeah. Yeah. How do we start the last one? There we were. <laughs> oh, no. We're not ready yet. You haven't done your whole, like, huh? Huh? on the mic. I've already recorded one. Let me smash this marble out. I've already recorded once today, so I got that out of my system. Let's be okay. let's be honest. Aster is dead to me, mentally, emotionally, physically. Oh, you guys were so crazy. I, yeah, <laughs> it's so it funny. You both were like, "Fine," and like looked at him like he murdered them, and he's gonna put him on trial. This is what this is gonna be about. No, okay. no, no. I'm just saying I am emotionally detached, so we can do this. Let's go. all right. Let's do all it. Right. Mm. All right. So we are we finished got- up with season two. <laughs> Sorry, that um, one slipped out. All right, take two. Take two. Uh, no, it's fine. Um, season two, we're done, and um, we're gonna go ahead and have a recap of how that how we feel that went. Um, you know, it's funny. I was thinking about this earlier today when we started this. There was the, always the idea that we'd be doing more than one season, but like having a second season under, you know, in in wraps, and then already planning a third one. That's I don't know. I'm a little excited about the prospects. I guess. Hmm. When did we start this? Last February? February 2020, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep. Two weeks before quarantine. <laughs> Two weeks yeah. before quarantine. Jesus. So some people did sourdough. You know, we did a fine. podcast. Yeah. We learned how to edit our own podcast. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I actually, I'm going to tell the truth. I feel like we're all, like, still a little shook from the mm-hmm. ending of it because we weren't ready for it because the way we record this is, like, mostly improv, sort of, just at the table kind of thing. And so when shit goes down, we just let it, right? And then, like, deal with the aftermath. And so I think we're still kind of dealing with that. Sure. No, absolutely. Now, um, for listeners, um, we ended that game. Everybody went home. (laughs) And then it took all of us a couple weeks to even, like, broach the subject with each other. We needed some time, I think, to uh, process um, everything that had happened. I know personally... For me, Chrissy, um, it it took quite a toll. It also the timing was terrible because it was like right when winter started, and so like it was dark and sad, and it was just gloom and doom. But now, now that we've had time to sit on it, like I, I would love. I keep telling them, I was like, I would play Cass for the rest of my life. I love her to death, but I'm also okay with putting her on the shelf for the time being, whether that means forever or for just the time being. I'm cool with it now. We're going to have a crossover. What's cast the apocalypse, right? Don't lose your character sheet. I know. (laughs) Poor Snow. Rest in peace. Fortunately for Snow, she has a different playbook now, so I can totally like restart her. (laughs) I'm sure there's a, I'm sure there's like a snap on your phone somewhere of it. Probably. I'm sure I get, she's here somewhere. She will pop up when I need her is really what's going to come. No, I like, I mean, for me though, I, I don't get as attached. Like they're all just like fun to me. Like they're fun friends or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I wasn't like, oh, no, let's move on. Like, I'm always ready to move on. I'm always ready to play a one shot, mm-hmm. always ready to, like, do some other game system, that kind of thing. So it was fun for me. And I liked the momentum of that whole. I don't know how it's going to break out. Like, Chrissy does all the editing. So it may be 75 <laughs> episodes. I don't know. Whatever. But in the session of it, it was yeah. very, like, tumultuous and high tension. And I really enjoyed that. So um, plus, you know, it's always fun to, I don't know. Yeah, no, I 100%. No spoilers. I like I I think it was part of my problem is I did I did fall very very much in love with this character and her concept um whereas usually I don't lean into the characters quite so strongly. Um I don't know how that'll affect me moving forward playing characters. I I think I like leaning in that heavy. It's just whether or not I'm ready to take on that toll or not, but I'm not I'm not mad at it either. But like 
our premise has always been that we play a different system each season, and I think that's a really solid system. I call on you to <laughs> fulfill I, your oath. I really think Move on! It's a solid, it's a solid plan. Yeah. It's well it's well received in communities, and so I, you know, I want to stick by our initial plan, um, even if that means I have to let a character I love yeah. go for a time period. Oh, and my God. If that means we have to say goodbye, then we say goodbye. Yes. Yeah. But we always goodbye. know. This does mean that before we play, (laughs) that before we play, we know we're going to kill him eventually, (laughs) metaphorically or not. So she picks the next game to be the one where we know we're not going to survive. I love how Lydia like lures her characters to the top of the building and like shoves them off the roof or whatever. (laughs) She's like, (laughs) so poo poo. Um, So we've talked a lot. Um, So I think my question is always love to look back at this of like. What is that shining moment for you in the podcast? Like, what was that shining moment for you as a character? Or what was your favorite moment as a player? That kind of thing. I think as a character, I think it really clicked for me when Maddie, player chat, was like, you can do more than just have plant magic. And that really struck a chord with me. And so that's when I started incorporating herbs and stones and all of this kind of stuff. And then that really kicked it up a notch. I may be totally, I may not have known what I was talking about, but uh, <laughs> when do we ever? I wrote a lot of notes <laughs> <laughs> and I tried to go off my crazy little mad scientist wall. Um, Everyone knows with magic, it's intention. It's totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> and so that really hit another level for me to the character that I didn't have before that I really appreciated. So that was kind of my click moment for me, I think. Mm. What about you, Maddie? Um, I think my click moment, um, we waffled so much. Like we were so desperate to make it a soap opera and Jacob's like, I'm not doing it. Like he never said the words, but he was like, someone dies. Nope. Nope. Someone dies. Um, and so I think it was, yeah. Um, for, I think for me as a Gretchen, as a character, I think it was the Billy scene, like in behind Mm, the bar. uh Yeah. And I was like, Oh, well, like, this is like problematic like they're very powerful but they're not Mm. like really like responsible with that power and like you know she's used to being like she's basically like this debutante who's throwing her weight around this small town and like hurting other people and like has to deal with the fallout of that right like so that was and i was like oh i gotta play her like responsibly because there's like consequences yeah you guys were all playing charmed and i was playing a coen brothers film (laughs) yeah so yeah full disclosure (laughs) um so for you jacob the like whole my thing. favorite moment? No, um, I don't know. The whole thing. We've kind of been like pouring our heart out. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I had a favorite moment across the whole podcast. I, I think it was, it's fate. I'm assuming we'll talk some more system stuff, but fate's a weird animal in this case because it's very loosey goosey on a lot of those details. Um, and like a lot of how that stuff fleshes out. I don't know if I, I'm still trying to rack my head about a favorite moment. I don't think I really had like one singular thing that I thought was super great like above everything else I did. Um, I did really like the, uh, a lot of the like subplot kind of stuff. There's a lot of like spiraling nonsense going on <laughs> that I thought was, was fun to GM. Um, I got to wear a lot of hats. So maybe that's my favorite thing. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, you always make the best characters. Like, no matter whatever we are doing at the end of the this table, we adopt them my all. husband's like, oh, well, I mean, Chip Leaves <laughs> and Rue. And I'm like, okay. Hey, Chip Leaves was trending, okay? <laughs> Chip Leaves was Chip trending. Leaves he was, was very, trending. very well. Um, <laughs> she's not wrong. I think it was also, I, 
think it was maybe one of the few times as a GM that you've played two characters in the same scene. And I thought mm. that was very interesting for you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why it was such an interesting uh. choice when it happened. Because well, it's not like you're, it's not a one man show. You're not like, now watch me perform for you. Yeah. Actually, just so the audience knows, he just wears different hats that he takes on and off <laughs> as he plays. He's different very method. <laughs> he, has, he has sweaters and like. I have a lot of fake mustaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think it's it's sort of antithetical to how I think games should work to have me play multiple character like to play characters talking to each other in a scene. Yeah, but we had a lot of important side characters. So many. He's well. You as players just latch on to every because you named create great thing. characters. <laughs> what can we say? Well, not even that. I. I think it's the um, idea of this dual role, right? Like, yes, we're gaming, but we're also creating this creating like, story podcast. and mm-hmm. like sharing this adventure with other people. And so, yes, we interact with the people that you create. And it's not like a one scene kind of thing, but it's because we're trying to advance this like greater story. And so, yeah, too bad. <laughs> Stop yeah, making it so compelling. I've even <laughs> contemplated like in those instances um, of reaching out and seeing if we would redub some of the scenes oh, with no. a voice from somebody else just to save oh, you from that 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 hassle. But it, it re- realistically, though, like we're not bringing somebody else to the table at this point, and so um, there are unfortunately t- occasions what? where more than just what we are presenting has to happen for the story to progress. But we like I know I specifically made efforts where there were times where I wanted two um, NPCs in the scene and chose not to do that because I didn't want to force you to play (laughs) two characters. Because you always want like you're like, and then I got a Wyatt in my pocket. I got a Wyatt and a Tyler and I always want them by my side. But I want my gang. But it's like Mm. but like but like Maddie played. Uh, Bodhi with an entire team of people, but we only kind of gave them voice. Yeah, you don't hear me bitching about one it. One specific ah! time. Yeah, um, well, so I think a good way to think about it is there are a lot of scenes that happen that we don't care about, and that's when two NPCs get together to talk about what they care about. Those are the scenes that get cut, mm-hmm, right? If, mm-hmm. if I'm the editor and we're chopping up a movie, I'm going to k- kick all the stuff that doesn't include our main characters. Fair. Well, that depends, right? Unless they're like providing some secrets. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like, I don't think we had a lot of that anyway. So, but I think, like, I mean, fate, I don't know. I don't know if I like fate for podcasting because there's just mm. so much, like, because it is so loose, you know? And there was like all this pressure to kind of create on top of the creation. I think, especially to be like pithy about it, you know mm. what I mean? And so, um, I had fun with it. But it is sort of a free for all, I think. And so there's just a little bit to it that made me feel almost self-conscious playing it. Because I was like, oh, I got to get it right. But that's more about who I am, I think, as a person. Yeah, and a that's player. a little bit of Maddie coming through. Yeah. <laughs> Says the lady who was like just about to cry because she couldn't name stuff. Right. <laughs> like you felt the pressure too, like to be funny, to be like on the spot. Oh, I just mean? hate that pressure. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. I want yeah. no one to st- like when you all stare at me and you're like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, I'm shutting down. Please stop <laughs> looking at me. I'm turning away. <laughs> I hate everything. No, oh, I no. just, I just hate that pressure. And it's even worse when the mics are on. Cause it's like, <gasps> stop. <laughs> Nothing I say will ever be as good as Jacob will say it. Please oh. stop. Oh, looking at you me. should never compare yourself to him. It's yeah, but- an For so many reasons. <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm looking away now. Anyway, uh, Chrissy, what was your click moment? Uh, you know, so um, I actually just recently edited this this exact scene. I, I loved how I feel like we did a really great job of 
creating the sister dynamic, the like arguments and the like bitterness and like like I got the, so much shit but those first few episodes of Gretchen they're like you're so mean to Aster she's like 20 leave her alone I was <laughs> everybody like, loves Aster it's not about um, Aster like it's about Gretchen but like, her feelings but yeah but it was a scene it was a scene right after um I guess the burial scene where Aster apologizes to mm. to Gretchen mm-hmm. for not being very good at being a sister yep. and you jump to the back of the car to like hug on her and stuff and Jacob Brock falls and everybody dies us but um, the scene, like, and we even like, you can hear our reaction after the scene because it was so sweet and precious, and we were like, "That was awesome." We're like, "Good job!" Like, we're all like congratulating each other because the scene was just so genuinely sweet. Yeah. And I feel like, um, Maddie and I do not have actual sisters; we have brothers. So, like, having a sister dynamic is not something we grew up with. But like, sisters in general, best friends, or you know, good girlfriends and stuff like that. There's always those push and shoves, like like any other relationship dynamic um, and try to portray that as three sisters. Um, I just, th- I feel like we did a really good job. And in that scene that just really felt very sweet and genuine to me. Well, and we're kind of thrown together though. In reality, I hate hugs. Yeah, we know. I think like that's come lot. up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure several times. Don't yep. touch me. <laughs> but is Aster you? I mean, in reality, if I had super magical plant powers and I could put up a wall as people tried to <laughs> hug me, that would <laughs> <laughs> no i even have plants in the basement now so you, you have i would resources. do it i would do it mm-hmm. see like that's the that's i mean i wanted gretchen to be touchy-feely because like her like magic is like life magic and she's like a healer and you know she's kind of hardcore but she's very human to me and so like mm-hmm. she is very touchy-feely like she'll you know hug and laugh and like be in people's face and stuff like that so i don't know it just seemed i don't know part of her so that's why no one's trying to touch you in real life. <laughs> okay, well, we we were touching a little bit on the system. I did have let me find it. I, I did have a question that somebody asked us on um, Reddit. Um, I'd be interested to know how you found Fate compared to other systems. You might have played both as players and game master. I'm thinking of running Fate, but coming from mostly D and D, it is quite different. Did it take long to get used to it? Hmm. I was the only one I think who had played Fate before. Had you played before? Yeah, Jacob and oh, okay. I did a one shot, oh, a one on one game, a one on one game, one shot where I played sort of like a dystopian society. What is that movie? This is like a cyberpunk. Yeah, cyberpunk dystopian, dystopian kind of scene, and I struggled with it when I first played. Very much the openness. I don't like pressure, even naming names, mm-hmm. to come up with a whole fucking world was like, oh, especially by yourself. So at a table. stressful, especially mm-hmm. when you're the only one building it. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> there were two of us, but yeah. <laughs> it's like, to be fair. Yeah, but you were leading it. Some credit. I mean, you very much leaned on me to help create it because it was my game, right? Um, but yeah, I found that really hard. And so I knew that that was going to be a struggle coming into it. Um, I think we had a good idea of what we wanted to do before we started Mm -hmm. this game, which I think helped. Like we very much knew the realm and the genre that we wanted to go for. And we Mm -hmm. had a lot of touch points. Like we had a lot of comparison with Charmed and all of this kind of drama. Yeah, it was totally like CW. (laughs) Very, very CW. Um, And so I think having all of that knowledge and that media really helped this Mm -hmm. time versus what I tried to do before, which was not very helpful. I very much tried to base it on Divergent, mm. kind of stole that. And so I think it was actually better than what I played previously. I will say that. I do think, yeah, it's a system that you struggle with because it's so open. Um, 
I would say just have a lot of really good media. Just have a lot of really yeah. do you do your background on what you'd like it to look like before you sit down to the table. Yeah. I think the core, like the, the reality is fate is a rule set for making pulp action mm-hmm. game story forward games. So you can do whatever genre you want, but realize that what your characters are going to be doing is pulp action stuff. Like, I forget what their words are, but it, you know, your characters are competent. They're like, uh, action forward. Like that's the big thing. Mm-hmm. So you can do, you know, I don't know, space truckers or whatever, but always the the system is going to lean towards them being going out and doing stuff actively against something else. You say that, but I would say this is the most dramatic emotional game <laughs> that we have played that, potentially ever. That's the whole like urban fantasy, mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's the way the we chose yeah. to like I said, yeah, we were very much like this is a soap opera. It's a telenovela. But you can track every scene. It's still mm-hmm. it's it's pulp. It's frying pan into the fire storytelling over and over and over again. It's we we solve this was... problem and then we tumble outward into this slightly bigger problem and then that tumbles outward into a slightly bigger problem. I would say so. We I think this is the least action heavy game that we've played. Oh, mm-hmm. like physical action. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Physical yeah. action. Yes, there was a lot of decisions, but physical action. It was the least. I think that was a choice on our part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's your other that's the other big advice for fate stuff is your that skill list. However you crib that skill list is really gonna define what your setting is like. Right. We mm-hmm. we dropped fighting. Uh, we cut like four skills out yeah. of the list and we added a couple. And that really is gonna define what your players get to do. And that really changes how the game actually plays at the table. Yeah, I actually recently spoke with someone online talking about fate and we were talking about the extras and we just used two stress uh stress. Yeah. Um, options. And they'd asked why we didn't have a uh, stress for the magic um, if we'd used like a will stress. And like, yeah. um, the way they phrased it was very interesting because I was like, oh, that, that would have been interesting because like there were times where like Gretchen used magic or even Aster used magic to the point where she even narratively talked about it, how she's like, I did it and then I was exhausted. Yeah. And we never made it stress. We just mm-hmm. we just made it part of the storyline. But um, that would have been an interesting thing to have also integrated into the system. Yeah, if we cared that much about the rules, like we were <laughs> we very into this whole fucking story. <laughs> yeah. We just want to tell a good story. Um, I enjoyed Fate. Um, I, I thought it was very fun. I liked the openness of that. I, I, I actually studied this system more than I've ever studied a system before. Mm-hmm. I don't usually, Christy doesn't usually get into nerding out about the systems themselves i'm like hey just tell me what i'm supposed to do and that's Mm. cool and i'm i'm happy with that most of the time like i don't i don't want to spend a ton of time it's not my jam Uh, jacob loves reading about the systems maddie enjoys reading about the systems it's just not my jam i don't i don't sit down and go "Ooh, this is cool it just doesn't appeal to me in that same way but this one i did i spent quite a time a Mm. lot of time on the fate srd website and just learning about compels and aspects and i had things bookmarked and i made notes in a way that i've never done before because something about the system just kind of spoke to me a little Mm -hmm. um and um i think that given the opportunity to play another fate game even a different kind of fate game i mean that's the beautiful thing about you literally like you say play anything Mm -hmm. with system with fate as the system over it um I, i do enjoy um how it works yeah so I know, you know, just kind of like these characters, we kind of put them to bed or whatever in the most dramatic fashion. But um, what do you think the future holds for them? Right. Like if we had kept playing, do you think Aster would have stayed? 
You know, I didn't want to answer that question. I know. It's about <laughs> you know, I there. didn't want to answer that question. I had a lot of thoughts about that for the longest time. Uh, Chrissy specifically that I, uh, Maddie and I had conversations about. It. I was like, I don't think Gretchen should stay. Like, you're always pushing her out of the house. Oh, my God. Like, well, like yeah. it just seems so sad to me. Like, it seems sad to me, Chrissy, that Gretchen, who was this Chicago, like, big doctor, would be content in this little tiny Arkansas town. Well, it's the whole, like ties that bind and gag right sure. like but she's also found this like space in a community mm-hmm. that sort of needed her too That's and fair. so yeah. i think she would have stayed i you know it's weird so because if you look back at the season season one characters all all three characters basically have have pretty solid arcs like pretty trackable mm-hmm. this is where they started as a person and this is where they ended as a person and i'm <laughs> the characters i yeah <laughs> stand. but the characters this season i don't they're more static i think which is weird considering the amount of um like aspect change and stuff, but really fundamentally like the Gretchen at the start of it's not super different from Gretchen at the end. I don't think. No, I think her priorities shift though. Yeah. Yeah. Like the things that she cares about are different, but not in the way like, you know, so to be specific, like Bodhi starts as one type of person and mm-hmm. by the end of it, she's very much solidified into a different kind of person. Right. Um, and I, it, it's weird. Not the, it's just a different kind of storytelling, but mm-hmm. it's interesting to me. I'm just now thinking about that, that I don't really, I don't know if any of the characters had like really big, character changes I, I never changed a single aspect so yeah i did yeah i very much had a moment and i think it was all about finding purpose mm-hmm. yeah I think because oh, yeah. i also shifted i forget what my aspect was beforehand but my aspect changed to you know like what think, was it called I think you changed i've got something to prove i've you? got something yeah, to, to prove uh, to Something about saving We're people. looking at this Sur- board full of tiny, tiny Sur- writings. Oh, gosh. Uh, survival. <laughs> save your complex. Save your complex. I yeah. changed yeah. it from I've got something to prove to save your complex. Right. Because there was this huge moment with Billy <laughs> in which my whole character shifted. Yeah. yeah that was. <laughs> and so I can say that that happened. Uh, yeah. I kind of want to mm-hmm. talk about that, though. Like, I really loved that tension between all of our characters. Like, I feel like you're right. Um, the goals of the characters were very much... The same. Mm-hmm. Like, it was always like Gretchen was always ready to defend her family. Like, that was her, always her priority. Um, and so it was so interesting to me. And I love that, like, you're this, like, fearless at the table, Lydia, because you're like, no, nah, complete opposite, chaos entirely. That is not at all, like, the priority, right? <laughs> because um, it created a really good, tense dynamic because you're not wrong, you know, to care about, like, your community and, like, other people and all this kind of stuff. But I like that against that. Um, that grounded practical perspective of Gretchen's where she's like, yeah, but you're going to fucking die for strangers. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Right. So that was just really interesting to me. Well, it was that, uh, she was finding her competence, right? She mm-hmm. was finding yeah. her footing. She was finding her competence. And that's when her goals shifted because she was no longer worried about fitting in more so as here's a reason. Yeah. Right. It was mm-hmm. very, very 22 year old. <laughs> yeah. And so to answer your question, she a hundred percent would have stayed. Um, she had meaning where she didn't have meaning before mm-hmm. or she had lost meaning because her family was no longer as present. Right. Scott was very much on his own and self-sufficient partying with his friends. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Poor Scott. Um, Scott was having a great time being a bachelor. I don't know if drinking heavily and being carried home is just like, <laughs> like he's having a great time. It's interesting that that was be... your take from that scene. Yeah. yeah. I felt like it was just more like sad dad stuff. Yeah. yeah. That was my take from that scene. <laughs> His purpose moved away. Right. Oh, right. he was living the bachelor lifestyle. His child was out of the house. He's moved on. The widower. I don't know. There, there's plenty more room for sad dad stuff. Yeah. Yes. Isn't there always? <laughs> Plug all that in. Yeah. So I think that was a really good line of tension. 
And I liked mm-hmm. how you were like this balance between both of us. Like it was very much the middle child, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was weird to play. <laughs> it's weird to play a middle child because you know that like they usually are a little chaotic as a child. Well, they'd be the peacekeeper right. and like, yeah, they're like the balance. The, the right? middle, yeah, the, the stuck. two ties. Well, it and... was so hard to like play you as the conduit. It was a thing like how powerful is our magic? Like uh-huh. what does that mean? And at one point you're like, I telepathically tell you this thing. I was like, we're just so off the reservation. There's just no way. There's no way. I'm sure strong. that'll be cut. But well, well no. you fixed it. You're like, yeah. no, I'm giving you a look, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but I was like, no, that's one of the things I like, Lydia, you were talking about your discomfort with the microphone in front of you. Um, I edit. So I have the power <laughs> of knowing that I might, I can throw something out there and if it, falls flat on its butt then i can be like you know what take that again and i'll cut that out because like we are creating a podcast so i i that helps me give myself a little bit of grace um to try things that i probably wouldn't try otherwise i don't think we take enough pauses though like as players i think we're very reactionary as a group Mm. and Mm. so like letting ourselves take that beat and take that thought might be something we want to do moving forward right Mm. because specifically for myself like i know i'm always like oh you know i'm like i gotta ace this test or whatever i'm (laughs) taking i don't know um but i see we all do it and so like because we're sitting across from each other because apparently we have assigned seating or whatever um (laughs) the mics are set to you i always see i always see chrissy i don't do change well so nope not don't fucking start (laughs) this is my spot no one's no one's moving ever okay I might have to quit. Stop for the fist fight. And then (laughs) I might have to quit if we change seats because I can't do it. But yeah, so yeah, Lydia has to look directly at her husband's eyes while she like yells at him. Uh, But no, I sit across with Chrissy. And so like when she feels like she's not done as well in the scene or she's not given the quote unquote right answer, she'll like fold in on herself and look at the ground. I'm like, this is it's demoralizing to kind of watch. And so I would think our personal tells. Yeah. Well, like I said, I would just think in the future, like if you're you truly feel that way. Like, let yourself take that breath and be like, well, I want to do it different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we don't really give ourselves space to do so. Well, and part of that, I think, so I have a, not a solution. I have a half, I have a pitch, I guess, maybe <laughs> is more accurate. But I'm going to change some of the safety tools we use for next season. And I think some of that might help. Not unintentionally, that's not my goal. But I think that might contribute that's as cool. well. That's cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, because we've been talking about how we don't really, like, a, we're comfortable with each other, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But we don't really use them. And I think that, like, even though we're comfortable with each other, there are moments where we should. There are moments oh, where yeah. we need to pause and we need to stop and we need to have conversation. There have been a really lot of, a lot of tough moments for me in this game. A lot of tough mm-hmm. moments. Especially early on, I think. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, we've only been doing this for a year and a half, nearing two years, we can learn how well the games hit differently too. Yeah, yeah. I the mean, emotional, the emotional aspect of this game—that's where I'm really ready was, to just beat some yeah. shit up. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, me too. And you'll see that in the next game. I'm really ready to just fucking kill things, we'll some stab some shit things, up. stabs like just fuck shit up. I'm ready because I need a break from the emotional weight of this game. Sure, sure. I need a break. Hmm. So I was uh, like, I came off of one like that where like Snow was just so detached from like everything that I was like, oh my God, I need to be people. Like she Ooh, was so not people really like being the monster, like in that way, like I was, like I said, I tried to kill her off. <laughs> like I was like, this, this bitch has got to go. I got to get out of this woman's head because it was a lot. So I totally understand. Like, cause you, I mean, I personally, like 
I sit in the skin of this person for the two hours we sit at this table. And so like, yeah, it's hard to shake it off. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, well, I mean, that's funny you say that. Like, I try not to because the bleed can be bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Bleed was a lot for me. And I think Lydia, you too, this season. Um, yep. And I tried really hard to like step back from it. But I had a like, lot of I had a lot of moments where I went home and Jake was like, "Do you want to keep going?" And I was like, "Yes, I really enjoy it. I do really it. love it. I Just- enjoy it, but I don't know why I feel so much like shit. Why does it hurt so bad? I, like, I feel terrible. Give me twenty four hours." When we fight as characters, which we often do, because yeah. to me it is fun as a as a player, but. I care a lot for you. And so when I'm yelling at you at half the table or making fun of you or like, you know, in some sort of combative uh, conversation, it is hurtful. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what I'm talking about, that kind of bleed where I'm like, no, but I love these people. Fucking bitches, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if that is similar for you or not. And that's fine. But that's kind of where I was at with it, where I'm like. I always have to like, I don't like to sit in the, like some of the shit we play, especially if we want to talk about what we're playing next, I will not be taking any of this home. No, so yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't want to sit in that skin forever. Yeah. That's where I was with. It's a release for me. Yeah. I mean, and so that's and why this, I don't mind I being think, an angry bitch or oh, being a weirdo or being, you know, whatever. I think this was different in that I very much, I think it was different for me in that I tried very much to play anti- standard character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and against type, against type. Yeah. and so a lot of it was very hard for me and very difficult for me to play that type and so i sat in those feelings a lot to yeah. try to make it feel genuine and to try to make it work yeah you played a very sweet yeah, loving but character. it was constant effort yeah right it was a constant <laughs> thought on my part loving. that really that sounds terrible <laughs> that so, bad. it doesn't like, sound terrible i understand what you mean i've been trying to push myself to try different things sure. recently yeah and so it was really the first time that i've gone a whole season of something 10 plus times of playing yeah i don't to know be how many sessions so it was total, different but. it was 11 to yeah. be so different well, and it was very evident. I mean, you could tell that you were actively trying to, like, expand your repertoire. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you were leaning in ways that you'd never played before. Right. And so it's very appreciative. Like, and you don't always have to do it. And you know what I mean? Like, I have no expectations for you. It's whatever makes you happy at the table right. for real. Yeah. But I think it benefits you as a player to do that, even yeah. though I know it's a lot of work. Yeah. Because I thought Aster's great. Mm-hmm. Like, I loved how mm-hmm. sweet she was. I love how... Because she, she was very authentic to me. You know what I mean? Like mm. when she stumbled through life, it was like very sincere and you're like rooting for her anyway. And all she wanted to do was like be accepted and do her best. And it was all the soft, sweet parts of Lydia that you like keep in that dark black box in the middle of your chest. <laughs> yeah, you know what like, I mean? I don't I like, like it. it. I don't like it. <laughs> well, I get better. that. I get that. And I, I think- try to kill things to not feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the, at the table. <laughs> I try, no, really, though, I see role-playing games more as a release. Oh, yeah. More same. as a, like, I get to feel terrible. Like, I get to portray this terrible nature that I can't portray in real life. And I get sick and tired of, like, shoving things down or being externally sweet and kind all the time. I hate it. And the last thing I want to do is spend my off time... Doing that. Trying. Yeah. Making yeah. an effort. And so this character, while different and while I loved her was very taxing. I think that you could take the lesson of Aster 
trying to like develop herself as a person though and apply it to your like more chaotic nature. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah, I feel the same way. Like I game to release. Like I am a very responsible person, a pillar of the community, depending on who you ask, right? And so here <laughs> I get to be like a complete asshole or I could be like, Bodie. yeah, I could be, yeah, be Gertie Bodie or I could be like this girl who like leaves her job and hangs out with her family for, I don't know, the timeline was very sketchy. Um, <laughs> Anywhere very, from know, three days to 16 years. But you know what I mean? Like I can indulge in like my darker nature and like, you know, different exploration of myself that I can't in real life because, you know, I got to feed people. So, right. I get it. So I'm typically an intoxicated vagrant. So this is where I come to really enforce some structure. <laughs> What were you going to say when I was chatting? Because you had a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in a group, I had a group question because it sounds like for all three of you, it was harder to play these characters, at least in retrospect, it feels like it was harder to play these characters than your season one characters. Is that, am I picking up on that correctly? Oh, no. I loved Cass. <laughs> Give me a month. I mean, when I say harder, I mean more like emotionally harder. Oh, uh, yes. This was definitely a much more emotional game. Give me some monkeys and truck fucking all day. Well, <laughs> gross. <laughs> Well, and what I, it's it's interesting to me, and maybe because because your season one characters are all just deplorable human beings. Pretty like. gross people. Yeah, yeah. My favorite, like I said, my favorite line from the first season is when you're like, "So she's just using violence." Like it's like a year out, and I'm I can still hear her voice. And I'm like, "Poor Jacob." <laughs> yes, I always choose violence. I will say though, I will. I think also vanity sake, mm. nobody liked. God damn it. Names. Astrid? Was that my Aster. name? Aster. Astrid. No, my name is yeah, Aster uh, here. Your first character. First Aether. 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 Jesus Christ. Aether was My first character. Compelling, Aether. though. Aether. Nobody liked Aether. I asked a lot of people, and nobody's favorite character was Aether. Of all six of our she, friends, it was no one's favorite. <laughs> because was she was deplorable. Favorite. Yeah. And but that's what you were playing, weren't you? Fuck them. Fuck them. There is, there is beauty and deplor- and like depravity. Fuck you for Snow not London. liking her. Well, that doesn't count. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, hon. Okay, well, we're going to like, yeah. So I think, though, that's... And I wanted to be liked, goddammit. Well, and you were the side of it, yeah. <laughs> but well, it was exhausting to be liked. Yeah, well, welcome to middle school, I guess. I, I hate it. <laughs> like, now I play a likable character and I, I hate it. It's exhausting. Yeah. I just want to fuck shit up and I'm done with being vain. It, it's interesting. I had a lot of concerns when we first started the season because it was so much more dramatic and less violent that I was worried. Like I was worried we would lose listeners because it'd be boring. That yeah. it's boring. Yeah. Um. I think we made it compelling. I, I mean, I hope we made it compelling. Um. I, frankly, I loved. I loved. It. I listened. I re-listened to like every episode like four times. Like, we listened. This is a love letter to Chrissy. Episode? Yeah. This whole season. Wait, is love Chrissy. Chrissy. Yeah. No, no, I have not yet listened. Okay, to the she season says that, finale. but she has not listened to the season finale because she is not ready. I have to edit. So it. So she has so not I... listened to the season finale. <laughs> it's not that bad, guys. <laughs> um. Well, and that's the thing. There were episodes we would come away, and I would leave the table being like, "Oh my god," Ooh. and then I would go to edit it, and I'd be like, "Oh, this was fucking good." Like, no, what would happen is you would go, "Oh, fuck, there was a compel." There was a compel. That like everything every, went sideways. Was always compel. every time I went away from the table feeling like. It was a disaster. When I would go to listen, somebody had been compelled. And yet, and then it was like, oh, in that respect, like looking at it from that lens, you're like, oh, that's so juicy and cool. And yet but when early you're living on, it, it's a lot. <laughs> early on, you were like, I've never gotten a compel. And I literally went home and told Jacob, I was like, 
You better give this bitch a compel. <laughs> I swear to God, my if first, you don't give her a compel. My first compel was lame. Like, I didn't handle it well at all. And, like, when I, you know, because I listen, re listened to them, I'm like, oh, why didn't you do it this way? Which, you know, hindsight's 2020. Um, but, like, because you guys got compelled some ways and, man, you guys made them so fucking dramatically cool that like what, what i was talking about like who's best at this game i think <laughs> so um but Cass is also kind of the straight man and so like mm. see i didn't see that at all oh, like don't. you would say that all the time to me and yeah. i'm like absolutely not she is like a complete like small town doofus to me because she's like <laughs> all i want's my ex-husband and my i don't know it's very like <laughs> very that how small she sounds yeah she was, it was a very, very small yeah. cut off jeans <laughs> <laughs> Sleeveless uh, button down t shirt. Well, no, it's just like a more like just a very small town mentality. And you played that. I don't know if you meant to or not, yeah, but like no, you were I like, my town, this is, there's <laughs> Everly Land. I was like, is, are you fucking kidding me? I like, very much meant to. Yeah. Like. So it was, it was really good. But like, I never thought that you were like the solid one. At no, all. I didn't say solid. <laughs> I just meant like straight. Like there was no, which is funny. I thought Gretchen was the straight man because. This one down here was like, I'm going to run for president and have some focaccia. And you're like, uh, I'm going to be upstairs with Wyatt or whatever for like three episodes or whatever. It was not three episodes. There's a lot of. There's and I'm like, I just got to keep my sisters from killing themselves and like not let Rue, you know, brain fuck us or whatever. Oh, God, that was the worst part where you guys were like at the end where you were like, oh, but. We can't be mean to Rue because Jake was made her so funny. I was like, what the fuck is <laughs> happening? She's the big bad. Also, yeah, she did emotionally and mentally fuck you yeah, up. Yeah, and she no like, one believed me. She mind raped you. Yeah. Yeah, which well, I was okay with. It totally, was yeah. a great scene. Yeah. It was an intense. It was taxing for you, though, like mm -hmm. Maddie-wise. I think it's the good kind of discomfort, though. Yeah, yeah, I never felt like, I never felt personally attacked. I was like, I felt the tension of the scene, and I might have taken it home with me. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> it was not but not in like a way where I was like in the shower, you know, like trying to like work through it. I was just more like, oh, my fucking God, this bitch, you know, more like I couldn't win. You know, yeah, I am like this is supposed to be fun. We're doing this for free for everyone but me. But yeah. That's the goal. Well, yeah. Also, That's why Rue was like, oh, we're crying. We actually pay to do this. Let's be honest. This isn't even free. It's a negative in our book. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, emotionally, financially, and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> clearly, uh, but in long term, I want it to be a fun, mm -hmm. productive experience. And so like we may fight in character because we do well. Like that is a good dynamic for us yeah. because because we're very different people. And so we bring those very different characters together. And I like that tension, but if that is upsetting to you or we want to change how we interact, like, but, you know, whatever. It's all make-believe. We can do what the fuck we want, right? Your Muppet can do whatever you want. I can, my Muppet can change too. It's fine. So, I don't know. I just want to talk about it a little bit because um, I do want this to be a safe space for you. And I, I know you a try point. a lot. Well, I think it's good to highlight specifically making it a safe space because everybody needs to, has different needs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you need to be cast forever. It's not going to happen, though. Let it go. <laughs> I'm writing the fan fiction. It's We've got to change at some point. You need to do something with this fan fiction uh, besides yeah. just I need write free, it. I need free fucking time. You get it tattooed all over you. <laughs> carry it around. I'll just start uh, tweeting it over her chest. <laughs> That's strange. I love Don't that. do that. Oh, Don't no, I'm in. It's where you get in your stocking. Some, like, fake Wyatt tattoos. See, fake Wyatt tattoos. Mm, I love um, it. No, but yeah. We don't have so, any Wyatt fan art. We got to get on that. Oh, that's true. Well, yeah. 
We don't talk about this. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have white I don't think we need, I'm, what? I don't think we have to talk about that. Please. Wait, don't have white pants. Pause. pause. Wait. Who's making white pants? I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Answer that after I'm gone. Is it your child? No. No. Okay. No. 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 no it, okay, but. <laughs> okay. X card. X card. I think we've just died. I don't know what's happening. No. No, I think, okay, so this is what I'll say about it. At 10 o'clock at night, I may or may not drink a little. So at 10 o'clock at night, I may or may not send texts to Chrissy where I'm like, does he look like this or like this? And so there might be celebrity references to Wyatt, but nothing oh, okay. nothing overt, nothing okay. drawn, no rough stick figures, you know. Uh, I can't draw, so there's definitely We no don't have pornography of No. Oh, gosh, no. Gosh, no. It's okay. Yeah. We'll springboard from this horrible topic to everyone's favorite, Burke. This no. was a very divisive character, I think, no. this this season. We shipped it. <laughs> I, well, you like I mean divisive Some like internally for you and Lydia. At first you were both like, yes, this greasy, ancient, very like which I'll tell you the truth, Burke is very much my type when I was young. <laughs> like distant, emotionally distant, like kind of rough and ready, kind of yeah. I sure. Can see I get it. of that in John. Yeah, well, we're a little. It. She says we. Um, you should see some of the shit she texted me. So don't even listen to this one. <laughs> well, what's I mean? Like, yeah. so I I get where uh, a youthful indiscretion that would be. But God, like knowing who Gretchen is as a person, was, I was like, what no, a terrible yeah, choice no way for that, her. That would have worked out. Yeah, <laughs> no, Although that would have burned and crashed into a million. Pieces. No, but we like full disclosure. Urban fantasy is like totally me yeah. and Maddie's jam. So like. You can see how that would play out in a myriad of different well, shows. Well, if he had ever, so. if he'd ever really capitulated and given us Burke, but he never would. He was like, nope. That's he not was what like, I wrote. he was like, this is who this person is, yeah. and you idiots keep trying to like adopt every third Which, person. So <laughs> go, ahead. Go, go ahead. No, go ahead. So my touchstone. I'm curious if anybody has a guess what my touchstone in my head for who Burke was as a character. Not mm. even. It's a specific character in a movie. Oh, oh, in a movie. Oh. Mm-hmm. Is this guessing game? Are so we that was going to be a show. Is it something that we watch? Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody here's probably seen it. So I most of the time when I was thinking about what Burke would do, I was thinking about Javier Bardem's character oh. in it's no Country for Old Men. It's where my brain just went. Oh my god. I <laughs> was in like, a Coen Brothers film, so yeah. I was like maybe that gross guy with the the hair, the cow killer. <laughs> yeah. Like is a very him. simple guy with a simple job who wanted to do the job. Yeah. Ugh. God, that character makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. Ugh. Glad I didn't think that before. Now. <laughs> he would have no, been you, dead. You just kept pushing he your been dead sister in, like, toward it. Session, yeah. se- sec- section. Um, oh, session you. two. <laughs> well, he, he, doesn't, look. he doesn't look like no, that. But, I, but his insides are rotten yeah. like that. So no, yeah. he was a creepy character. Also, his hair is terrible. Well, it's, yeah. No country. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I was like always laughing because you guys were like, you know, Gretchen needs this outlet and it is urban fantasy and we're always looking for that like underlying romantic, you know, um, scene or whatever. But I was like, this is not the guy. Like, so I was like, I'm never going in this room. Like, yeah. like I tried to appeal to him. I think I tried to use Gretchen to like appeal to him as a person, mm-hmm. which always came across like a little sexy and weird, I guess. But like it was more like trying to humanize him. I right? think it, yeah. Well, and, and I, I'm curious. I think it worked mostly because I, I think – it, it's hard for me. I don't want to play weird romantic scenes <laughs> with characters. You guys are my friends, but um, no joke. <laughs> I think inserting uh, 
I think inserting like just enough mm-hmm. uh, like p- potential romance there. I, I think we walked a very good line with okay, those good. characters. Or I, f- I mean, I felt that way. I did too. I felt like, like I they f- ultimately ended up feeling like very genuine. Like there was a genuine relationship that wasn't necessarily romantic. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have to be sexy. It can be mm-hmm. like. And I think maybe, you know, if we had really wanted it to go that far, probably we could have pushed it. But I, I think it read very well it at least at the table like, while we were it playing it would have been like drunk Gretchen though because like mm-hmm. never it wouldn't have been a thing that lasts yeah no it'd be like uh, one night yeah <laughs> God, which is gross gross <laughs> <laughs> I mean for her that character I should say mm-hmm. but like yeah like I was never going for that but I love how that was like a constant like swirl the table. Oh, like, that yeah. was exciting and will fun she, will, will and very they, like very high school <laughs> yeah or just like what we wanted you know because yeah. like I said that was that early few sessions too where we weren't sure what we wanted before to do before we straight up fucking murdered a guy yeah yeah Somebody did. Um, yeah, Spe- somebody did. Speaking of <laughs> <laughs> speaking of at the table, they're like uh, playing cast, and then of course having Wyatt. Um, like I invented this character, and like I, my intention originally with the ex husband wasn't necessarily. Uh, it, so you come at these games, you want to present the GM with mm. things they can bring at you, right? And so I was like, okay, what would be interesting? Screws to turn. Right. And so I was like, an ex-husband that you do still deeply care for seems like a great hook, right? Um, I did not go into it expecting to get cast back with Wyatt. Yeah. And then like as that path just kind of opened up, I was like, yeah, I like this idea a lot. Like, but I also, I think we all encouraged it. Oh. Yeah. Namely, Maddie. A hundred percent. Because it all was three of you. You did very too, exciting. Yeah. Everybody I mean, I didn't want to describe like having sex. That was no, not my goal. And I never would do that. But like the idea, that romance, that that love, that that's a neat, exciting thing. Well, I had to sit though for like two and a half to three weeks with how I wanted to move forward with it because I felt so fucking awkward trying yeah. to like role play that. Which is so funny because I was like, the night you mentioned, I was like, just call him. <laughs> I know, but I was like, this is, I don't know. Because like it was a weird, like I didn't want to put you in a space where you had to. But she really wanted it to happen. I so wanted, how do we make that happen? Yeah, I yeah. wanted to do it, but I didn't want to make you feel like you had to do it. And so I didn't know how to like present it. And so in the end, I came up with the, the monologue and the dialogue that I came up with. But mm-hmm. like I had to. I had to sit with it forever because I was like, like, I'm not 16 in an AOL chat room talking about <laughs> what's cute and fun. I'm dating myself here. But um, <laughs> Whoa. but like you're a human being sitting at the table yeah. with me, staring at me. And so like, I don't flirt. With a put upon expression. I don't, fl- I don't flirt very well in reality. <laughs> so here I'm trying to like flirt, yeah. pretend. And like, I'm like, oh, I don't even know what I'm well, doing. Well, that's funny you say so. that. Like you guys said, we, we get into these characters, but we are not trained actors, right? Like right. Oh, we're, yeah. there's no training behind this. Like, so we're still like peopling. Us, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Um, Speak for yourself. <laughs> I am. I 100%. Went, yeah. I went to Juilliard. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I yeah, think I did that, costumes on one high school play once. So no. Yeah, I'm not there. Um, but like I said, Chris, you know, and you bring you bring yourself to the table no matter what you're playing mm-hmm. one way or another. And like, I don't like I was like. <laughs> so um, it was tricky for me. I, I knew what I wanted to to transpire and it, and it was definitely not I'm going to describe a sex scene because oh, nobody sure. wants to listen to that but I don't want to listen to that that's awkward I and sometimes weird sometimes I want to listen to it but not like sitting here <laughs> staring at your I face sometimes I want to listen to it you know but I wanted to give the character let the me grace. interrupt though real quick with a caveat that we do do an adult podcast and mm-hmm. so like if yep. this is an agreed upon storyline that was like oh this is like fucking interesting and I will use it to abuse you later that kind of thing mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. that's very reasonable and so yeah and I and I feel like going forward, you sh- if I were to like insert this feeling, 
I don't think you should be embarrassed or ashamed about it. Just be like, hey, this is a writer's table. Bring it up. What do you think? Is this interesting? Can we use it with the character? Mm-hmm. Yes or no? We mm-hmm. move on. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't think you need to distress about it as much, but well, I understand the stress because I feel yeah. the same way. I don't want to have a weird romantic flirty sex scene with anybody at the table. Come on, so. While your wife watches and wink, wink, nudges. No. <laughs> like, no, that's it more, never made me feel awkward, I'll be honest. That was it more what Chrissy brought me. to the table. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it really had nothing. Like, I. Well, she doesn't want to make you feel weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. like, you don't want to be like a predator at the table either. Because, like, we. You're mine. Uh, we, no, we talk about those stories all the time, right? Like, how people are like weird at the table they bring like all this weird baggage mm-hmm. and like you know inappropriate sexual contact and you know so like this I, said, is not- I don't flirt very well in real reality so trying to play a character that was like romantic and flirty was not something i am in my own personal headspace right able to do and so like trying to pull that out of somewhere inside me was a little tricky but I hope I did it okay, but like I also yeah, didn't I want to do so it was much. Terrible. We slept all the way through. Yeah, it. I didn't want people to be like, "Oh God, oh, here we go again," kind of shit. So mm-hmm. no, I think it fits the genre. Yeah, I was wondering how sad. I wonder how satisfying it was. At like at the like, I wonder how much it met your expectations. Um, well, so I told basically. Maddie at one point, I was like, "What I realized because there was this longest time where <laughs> oh, I was Lord. like, I was looking for you to provide the." What is the word I'm looking for? Like, you didn't initiate, I guess. If yeah. you will. And I was like, oh, he's the GM. He's never going to do that. And that was more me realizing the gaming of it than the, like, I was like, oh, right. Yeah. And Maddie and I had, co- like, many conversations. And, like, when it finally clicked, I was like, oh, you have to be in charge of it. And that's yeah. when I finally, As like, me, Jacob, I'm never, ever, right. ever going to have a character in-game hit on anybody at the table. <laughs> right. no. I can promise you that. Right. <laughs> right. And like I said, it, but, like, because it, it was like. He was presented as a character, and I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. But the why in your head this- is also like a, well, I mean, I don't know if you want to share this, but he's like a take charge veterinarian or whatever. She had a whole thing for him. And so. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he's a nice what? farm boy, like, you know, a manly man. Story. Yeah. This never came I up. know. Well, no. yeah. We didn't play know. long enough. <laughs> um, we didn't play long enough. So anyway, enough. I think it was Subtle. more. But this you makes me so very uncomfortable. Well, I, don't, I don't mean to. I think that the lesson, though, the lesson is. If you have the conversation, yeah. then he, you have that feedback. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, this is how I'd like it to go. How do you feel about that kind of thing? So you can have a more um, developed um, scene versus like you being like nudge, nudge, you know, lukewarm reception right. kind of thing. I yeah. think it was as satisfying as we could provide at the table. I think it was sure. perfectly satisfying. Like, because in the big scheme of things, I don't want to be like role playing with you, Jacob. So yeah. like... I said maybe, is but that again, it's just talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> is that like air quotes? <laughs> no, it's just role playing with two asterisks. <laughs> so, so I think I I think that what we provided for those two characters was perfect. Mm-hmm. I like as Maddie had mentioned, she's like, well, there's still a lot of baggage for those characters. You can't just be like, now they're just happily in love. Like they still oh, have to sure. have. Right. That's why that like the man's house just burned down. I mean, he's going through a lot. That's why the scene at the um, fair when she's like, look, I'm willing to put in the work and just lean in. That was kind of me, Chrissy, giving Cass the space to be like, it's going to be work. Let's accept that they're not just going to be happily ever after at this point. They're still more to do yeah. um, now but they are adults so like that's why i went ahead and played the whole like well she's not staying in his room because like let's be real that realistically would be what would oh, have happened first few weeks <laughs> so like i didn't have to play it out it didn't even have mm-hmm. to be that big a deal i just wanted to portray the character as a human being like that's what yeah that's what would have happened yeah. right and so um that's why like with the one where she got mad small town girls, out, you know she's like are. let's go out mm-hmm. and i gotta go get drunk kind of thing like that's who she would seek out because yeah um, but yeah, it was, it was a little bit of work for me. Um, but I, I think it came out well 
And then once we moved past it, it was like, okay, now let's do this other stuff. And then the game completely shifted. And so. Hmm. I think I understand why you would need this side character, though, because as we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. about like the emotional impact we have on each other, there's always tension. Like we're always pushing and pulling against each other. So we don't Mm -hmm. have that space. So that's why I forced the Stanley character into like the scene. Oh, but I love Stanley. I do too. But because I needed like a safe like mm-hmm. space for Gretchen to like vomit all her feelings up mm-hmm. because she was like a hardcore bitch right. woman who like couldn't share with the baby sister. And Cass was like, I don't know, like you're my baby her sister. Whole world was like, yeah, that that was a hard that was a hard thing for me to play was the fact that like Cass was a baby sister mm-hmm. who lost her mother and had a bigger sister who was very like we're gonna fix this bigger sister. Yeah, but then enters. A baby sister. So suddenly going from being a baby sister to a middle sister was a weird dichotomy that I was like, I got to figure out a way to play this. Um, I do have a question Mm -hmm. for you, Jacob. Sure. This one's been burning in my head for months. Who left the thank you card in my car at Walmart? Oh, it was Rue for burning down uh, What's-His-Face's house. Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) You're welcome. She's such a fucking bitch. (laughs) I have a question. What is one thing that you regret didn't come up mm. or that you didn't get to explore? Oh, God, there were so many loose ends. <laughs> Don't get me started. Okay, let's start with Jacob. <laughs> that I wish we had explored? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we we're Ooh. always all over the place. Mm. What's a carrot you dangled we didn't see? <laughs> I don't know. So, I mean, I feel like it's obvious at this point, but most of the time the carrots I dangle are just carrots until somebody bites onto it and then I'll make up stuff. Um so I'm not sure. Uh, I think there was probably some more interesting stuff to suss out around the uh, the the stone or whatever you guys got mm-hmm. off of, Matthew. There was probably some more cool stuff involved in that. But uh, otherwise, no. I mean, I think most of the um, things I presented, uh, you guys bit into. I'll say one thing I am disappointed I didn't use more was the uh, the Scott character. Mm-hmm. The yeah, I thought Astrid about Dad. that. Yeah. And it was hard because he was so far away. Um, and I thought, you know, but I was like, am I going to just throw him in? Am I he's just going to show up one day and now I've got another NPC <laughs> to run? But, but I do wish, like, I think it's a, a character, it's a dynamic that I would have liked to have used more. And just the, the fact of having like a single dad as a character in a game would have been interesting to use. But, um, it, yeah, I, so I wish I'd le- leaned on that more, but I, well, especially because it was like an aspect for you as well. Yeah, right. I really wish we could have done more council stuff. I was I think that's really interesting. Just like to say the same. The you know the the meat puppets and the infighting in the council and the fact that everybody's drawn there and then there's like a grandfather who may have started the council or been involved in something. It got really convoluted there at the end. <laughs> um, but I you know the the big overarching like unavailable bad is like my jam. So I don't know. I like I like that a lot. Yeah. I wish I had explored her sexuality more. Point blank. Um, It was super important to me in creating the character. I never really got to explore it. I think there was one flirtatious scene with firefighters really early on. You you flirted with some people at the I, I think it, it the they were like they were like shallow scenes. It was very secondary. There were like three three shallow scenes. Yeah, it was very secondary and it wasn't as important to me as I as it was when I was making the character. Mm. I, and I think that goes back to a little bit one of the challenges with using fate for the style of game we played. And not that it not that it's inappropriate or anything, but there's no mechanization for those sort of like for doing that. Right. You know, like if 
if you're playing PBTA and a character's sexuality is important to the game, there will be a move or mm-hmm. you know, there will be a six. thing that says this is important to the game and it will like pass you the buck to, to play that. Uh, whereas Fate doesn't really have that. Fate just has a, it's a toolkit. And so we could have made up, I don't know what it would have been. We could have made up a it thing. It would have been like a stunt or a dimension it, of some sort. Yeah. To make it relevant. But there wasn't anything that, that placed it there. Aspect. Mm-hmm. I Super think, important to me. Never came up. We should have. Uh, that's a good point. Highlighting it as an aspect would have helped, but yeah, it would, yeah it wouldn't have been a perfect solution either. Should have changed Scott. Yeah, to I, I had mentioned to Maddie early on that you should have changed Scott. But yeah, no, being pan that's and exploring point. sexuality was super important to me, and it just never happened. Hmm. I th- I think the character loosely reads that way, but I don't think it was important to the story. Mm-mm. I agree with that. Yeah, so that's something I wish I would have explored more. Yeah. But I think, like I said, I think you played the character in a way that that's represented, but I don't think it, yeah, it just doesn't really, it, no drama was hinged on it. Mm-hmm. Which um, is okay. It's a short arc. <laughs> I, yeah, we were two two episodes shorter than last season, so. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I was like, we just need one more session. <laughs> the editor. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you get out. Um, it wouldn't have worked as There's a workout well. montage. It wouldn't yeah. have ended as well. No, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Just a two hour long montage. <laughs> oh, God. Final down um for chrissy uh, for chrissy i'm a little sad i didn't get a scene. Cass is probably not sad she didn't get a scene because sure. those are pretty fucked up but uh for the meeting gooeyness of it um that would have been an interesting thing to have occurred mm-hmm. to me I don't know how that would have looked. And I yeah. think only Gretchen really could have handled it. I think well, Cass I don't know if that's true. There's a apart, there's but. a complication in the way that we play where we're just like making it up at the table mm-hmm. because there were feelings afterwards that they some folks didn't get enough play in the last scene. They felt like they were less important and that kind of thing. And so I don't know. I mean, we could change how we play, right? How we do finales and things like that. But I mean, it's just sort of like what's happening in the moment. Yeah. No, like I said, you asked what was something you'd yeah. lament like yeah. having a, a, a scene, not even not even mm. the final scene, mm. just a scene where like, because she always seemed to be like looking for Cass, but Cass never seemed to get an opportunity to like fuck off. Well, and one of the <laughs> one of the big challenges with the Rue scenes is it's like when people are, so it's two things. One, I can't do a lot of them because if you overdo a, well, two reasons, I guess one is she's not infallible. So right. if you do enough of them, somebody's going to beat her, her and that's going to be less interesting. <laughs> and two, if you do enough of them, they just aren't interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, you, if she's in every, if she's in every scene of every episode, it's not, it's well, not menacing. No, I loved it when she would pop up. Cause it would like, have oh. to be alone. And that's the other thing. So I needed to get you alone because it's the only way I could really guarantee you couldn't beat her. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were by yourself, right. odds are pretty low that you're going to roll enough dice. And, uh, <laughs> to, to and so, but you were probably alone the least, I think. Uh, I, I got fortunate enough that when you guys got in fights, Gretchen would storm off. And so that's like the perfect <laughs> opportunity for Rue to pop up. Uh, but a lot of it also comes down to the fact that I'm not planning those scenes. So what right. happens is, oh, Gretchen got in a fight and she storms off. Well, here's a perfect opportunity. So let me mm-hmm. pencil in a little note that Rue's going to pop up while we're doing other stuff, um, you know, and you guys are off doing a thing and then I'm like, okay, well now she's alone. So here's, you know, Rue would ply her. I, I think there was a thinking about Rue's motivations too. There was an element of it that for, cause for a while your trouble aspect was, I forget what it was, but it was basically like, fuck these people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I don't need them. And that was like, that's the easiest screw. Like that's one of the things about Rue is that she can read people. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the easiest screw to turn is that like, you know, yeah, just, you know, you don't have to like kill her or anything, but just, you know, break a little bit. Yeah. And give me what I want. 
Which is but, funny because like that's the monster reading a human being, right? Because yeah. like the human's like, okay, but it's like my sister. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is which is very interesting to me. But like I think that's very interesting that he brings it up, but that you were never really alone. Mm-hmm. Again, that like small town pillar of the community kind of thing. And, uh, and you know. Oh, you don't even have to defend it. Like I said, that was just like which there's that tiny word. Plus, like, oh, Rue is great. Cool. Yeah. Rue FOMO. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, Rue's the best character, right? But we all like, agree. Everybody. <laughs> Chip leaves. Chip leaves. <laughs> Chip leaves. He's, Matthew. He's trending. Oh, right. Uh, no, but like that would be the only thing I think. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I just, I mean, everything they did, like, there were times where like I, they'd click back to me and I'd be like, oh shit, I have to actually play my scene now because what you were just doing was so juicy and oh, I was so yeah. engrossed in what was going on around me that I was like, oh wait, I have to do this now. Wait, it's my turn. And yeah, so going back to what Lydia says, like when we look at you, it is not in a judgmental, like pulling out the clipboard, like, okay, is she ticking the marks? It's more like excited eating popcorn, right. like here it fucking yeah. comes yeah. kind of thing. But which is also pressure as well, I suppose. <laughs> uh, but it just seems unnatural, like turn my back to you and like let you speak to me. I guess. Yeah, there were a few scenes where you're a voiceover actor. If that's how you, if that's how your methods work. <laughs> I mean, I can get us all like screens so we don't see each other. <laughs> it's very Emma of us. <laughs> the basement expands. Right. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I mean, overall, like I said, fate is a a very loosey goosey system that doesn't fit well with my personality, but like is super fun and. I was a little lazy with it. Like I said, I was not going to learn rhymes and learn rituals and stuff mm-hmm. like that because I wasn't going to bring all that into it. Because one, you didn't it's want a, little... a mad character sheet with like bits of notes and like. <laughs> well, no, I didn't want to be like Some I didn't. Tome. I didn't want to like culturally appropriate anything that wasn't mine, mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to mm-hmm. like you know I don't know. It just seemed too too intimate and too like. I don't know, handsy. So I just was going to fake it and like have fun with it instead. No, so. and we're still trying to do an actual play podcast where like you're going to hear us roll the. I know there's actually some actual place where they remove the dice rolls. So like, weird. Like we're you're going to hear us roll the dice. You're going to hear us thinking about it. Now I do cut out some of the like ums and like give me a minute's like just for time. Yeah. But like you're going to listen to us figure it out because that's that's an actual play. You're going to listen to show. us actually yeah. play. If we wanted to do an audio drama. We could totally do the Everly Sisters as an audio drama, but that's not what we're doing here. It'll probably just be Chrissy. <laughs> we'll all be gone. <laughs> I don't no, I'd come want downstairs that. with like, <laughs> like big blonde hair and blue eyeshadow. We're in it now. It's a whole thing. <laughs> no, I have I have a side job now. So Everlyland. Do um, they pay you? No. That's not a job. <laughs> That's not a job, Chrissy. <laughs> no, I have a real job. This is a hobby. Oh, but yeah. um no, but like that. That is what we're doing. And so it is very interesting as I I joined Twitter realistically in September to help promote the show. And the tabletop RPG community is very well connected. Like they Mm -hmm. all know each other and they all talk very closely. And learning about how these other people do their tabletop RPG actual plays, it's very interesting the different ways they do it. Um, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way, but this is the way – this is the way we're doing it. And so um, I I like it. I, I listen to it. So <laughs> really, isn't that the thing is you make a thing you want to hear, right? Yeah. right. Well, so. like, I, like I said, I go back to whatever we keep of this. Like I always want to, even if it is emotionally hard, because like fun doesn't always have to be like, you know, just this like jokey, goofy, <laughs> whatever kind of thing. There's good I want stress. it to be exciting. Yeah. yeah. I want it to be a fun, a good experience, a, you know, 
a, a reasonable experience for people. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and if it's not, then we're doing it wrong. What's the point? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, then we're just kind of like abusing each other, like taking out work stress on each other and then leaving. <laughs> I mean, that's why I'm here, but I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. Lash out at you. Guys, yeah. But. Gonna um, abuse us and then leave. Any more questions from Reddit? Uh, no, I, I had what a few, I? but we've covered most of them. Oh, okay. okay. Do you want to talk right. about how cool Rue is? The takers? <laughs> No, I've already Rowena said my piece about is Ruth. very amazing. Yes, <laughs> no, we yeah. banished her to the ether. Come on now, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I tried. If you want to be real? That's why the season ended. We're like, Ruth's gone. It's over. Jacob doesn't want to play anymore. He flipped <laughs> the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you! Yeah. Like you killed my character. <laughs> We're working on season three. Right. Two and a half. We're playing around with something. We're gonna go a little darker and grittier. I, yeah. I think like. You're the queen of like, don't give them too much. We got to keep it teasers, right? No, but Lydia and I just explained how we want to be psychopaths. So, yeah. Take that yeah. for what you will. Hint, hint. <laughs> it's going to be dark. Hint, hint. <laughs> and fanatical, I think is a good. Mm. Uh, fanatical and dark. It's going to be definitely very different. Yeah. Than season two. Completely different game. <laughs> he says excitedly. Well, again, we do a different system every season. Hard season. right. Yeah, sounds good. And a left. And maybe backwards. Well, more like down. <laughs> Into the depths. But I can't despair. wait. But I can't wait. The end. Yeah. So it's fun. <laughs> We're done, Thanks, guys. See you next time. That's it. Lydia says it's over. Pick all my it's Cheeto bags up. Here we go. Done. <laughs> oh, the claps. Okay, I'm just in oh, it now. Here, okay, here we're in the session. <laughs> so Is that congr- enough claps? So we're congratulating I, ourselves. I never, <laughs> I never know how many claps. And for the record, I kept Brazier in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We talk about that then. Yeah. yeah. The broad joke the entire time. Yes, uh, Chrissy's a bumpkin and doesn't I know the word. I can't say the word. <laughs> Bra- Brazier. I had to write it down phonetically. Brazier. So, Shut yes. up. I said, what? I had to write it down phonetically because oh, I could. beautiful. Brazier. Honestly, I just really Brazier. enjoyed the joke. Like, yeah. we just, I. You're welcome. Keep it in for the joke. Maddie's like, tits in. Let's do it. <laughs> so. <laughs> it works on so many very low, low levels. Well, it works on like two levels, right? <laughs> <laughs> or really, is it just, it's just one level. A, B, C, D, or E. <laughs> Maybe two ways. <laughs> <laughs> All right.